So the next few episodes are probably going to be sounding a lot different. Um, Usually I film this podcast with my co-host Mary and you know we're kind of just both getting really busy so it is hard to align our schedules and find a time to record and just talk especially because we're both in school and we both work so it has been a little bit harder and on top of that I am actually moving so I am moving out of the city, which sucks. I'm really sad about moving. I'm sad about leaving my apartment, even though my apartment was low-key a little janky. Um, <laughs> I posted on my TikTok when I first moved in here. Um, basically, my sink had overflown and had caused water damage all over my floor. Thankfully, I had nothing. I had no furniture, nothing. So nothing got actually ruined, but I should have known. I should have taken that as a sign and like hightailed it out of here, but I continued on with my lease and I stayed here for about 13 months. Um, That's usually what leases look like here in the city. Instead of a year, most people sign for 13 months. So since then, I've definitely had like multiple episodes of my kitchen sink flooding and it had absolutely nothing to do with me and everything to do with the pipes and all that nasty stuff. So it was disgusting, like black water, smelly sewer water every single time. And it got to the point where like the guys that run maintenance here, they'd come. And this last time I like was putting Nadia away into the bathroom and I peeked my head out and I was like, hey. And he's like, oh, no, not you. Yeah, it's me. Again, my kitchen sink sucks. And I'm sorry that I'm constantly calling you guys. But that has been my life here. Um, Honestly, I should have just taken my parents' advice and kind of moved in a little bit later because for the first, I guess, like, couple months I really wasn't living here. I did a lot of traveling with my mom and for work and I didn't officially like really move in here until February, March and then I had to move again for my job so I was only here like half the time so it kind of sucked but I did love having my space, choosing out my couch even choosing out my rug and just a little knickknacks that I have gathered for the time that I've been here. I really have enjoyed it. Um, It is a pain in the ass though when I'm moving because now I like realize how much stuff I have. Um, Yeah, I used to think I had a lot of stuff when I lived at home And I used to do regular purges of my closet, my things. But you don't really realize how much, quote unquote, junk that you accumulate until you're living on your own and like you have to pack. So my entire space has been chaotic for the past couple weeks. I move out next week. I'm looking forward to it. Holla fucking Luya. Yeah. So... I'm just packing up a few more things before I head out um, tomorrow morning, not like for the move, but just to take a lot of my stuff over to my parents' house because 
I am not officially moving back in with my parents, but I am making a pit stop at my parents so I can have Nadi there, have my things there while I house hunt and while I work my new job. So, since we're talking about apartments, house hunting, moving, I thought I would talk about kind of how I first moved out, um, what it looked like for me, and what were some of the struggles of moving out, and how I was able to afford it. So, I don't really share my profession here, and I really don't want to, but um, at the not the beginning of COVID, but like before COVID started, I did make a shift into a new, I guess, like field. And it really did allow me to move. One, because I really had to move for that job. I had to move into Chicago um, to work. And prior to that, saving up so much money to move. I didn't know I was going to move to the city. It was a goal of mine to move to the city. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Uh, my little brother has been living here for almost 10 years now. He's lived out here since he's been. he finished high school. He works out here. He's got his own place out here. He's doing his thing, and he's been here for a while. I, on the other hand, have been in and out of the city for the past like five years, and I just haven't had that like I'm going to stay here as long as my brother has just because my job requires me to move a lot. So prior to me finding this job and kind of just going like head first into it and moving, I had moved or I not moved. I had actually lived at home with my parents and I had worked. So the benefit of living with my parents was that I didn't really have to pay rent. I didn't have to pay any bills. I had nothing really to worry about. At that point, I didn't even have nothing. So the only person I had to worry about was me. Yeah, and like barely even that. So I had a lot of savings goals that I would set up for myself because I hadn't really, honestly, as stupid and privileged as it sounds, nothing better to do with my money. I had paid off my student loans really early, um, like almost within the year after me graduating. I didn't have that many loans that I had taken out anyways, because like you guys have heard in the previous episodes of us budgeting, I had actually worked, um, maybe I didn't leave this in, but in case I didn't, I had actually worked three jobs while I was in school. And um, whatever wasn't covered by financial aid, my grants, I paid out of pocket and I was able to save a lot. And my first job out of school, I did make um, a good chunk of change that I put all towards my loans. Um, Again, I was able to do that because I lived with my parents and I didn't have anything else to worry about. So after paying off all my loans, I did like start having these saving goals that I wanted to do every year. So I think like the first year that I started, I wanted to save 13000 And um, the way that I did that was for every month, I had 
put like a goal of like 600 or like 900 uh, and on my birthday month I would do like 1100 or 1200 just because I was like oh it's your birthday you're gonna pay yourself kind of thing and then um, by the end of the year whatever I had saved it was great so like and then if it wasn't, if it didn't hit my goal at the end of the year, whatever was in my checking account, I transferred it over to my savings account. So for example, if I had like a savings goal of 13,000 and I had only 11,000 saved in it, but I had 5,000 sitting in my checking account, I would move over that 2,000 to make it 13,000. And then um, when the new year started and I had like the paychecks rolling in whatever was in my checking account I moved 50% of it over into savings see and this was all before I knew what a high yield savings account was so honestly um if you are looking to do something similar I would definitely recommend putting it into a high yield savings account um again this is not financial advice but just oh what would Kita do that's what I would do so that is kind of what the financial foundation of me prior to moving out was, is I saved up a lot of money to be able to move out. And then came the process of, you know, looking at places, what could I afford? Um, this is something that I did this time around is um, I had in mind that I wanted a one bedroom because I really wanted to create space between me and Nadi. Uh, that didn't happen. But I was also calculating how much I was paying per square foot. Um, so I didn't want to pay like two grand for a studio when I could pay two grand for a one bed. So that's kind of how I did my math. But that is also how I did my math when I moved out to Chicago the first time. Um, moving out to Chicago the first time was a little scary. I didn't know what to expect. Um, yes, I had been to a city like a lot previously but living in downtown is a whole different ball game you have to set up your own internet your own electricity um if you don't already have things like buying furniture costs a lot of money um just making your home feel safe costs a lot so that entire process was definitely hectic moving out and then came like the homesickness of moving out I know there are some people who very much enjoy their independence and just go wild after living with their parents um it was not the case for me I am very introverted so I don't really go out <laughs> I don't. Um, I like maybe we'll go out to a few coffee shops here and there. Uh, my brother tries really hard to help me come out of my shell and invites me out to hang out with his friends and whatnot. But one of the struggles of moving out was just being a little bit more extroverted. But um, yeah, that came with me missing home and missing my family and just always being with them. Thankfully, around the time that I moved out, I had gotten Nadi, um, which was a financial struggle. <laughs> I do not recommend moving out and getting a dog all within like the same month because budgeting after that is going to be hard and you are going to be a little pressed for cash. Um, so yeah, 
that is kind of how moving out looked for me. That was a little bit of like the struggles is like financial burden and then feeling homesick kind of sucked. This time around, um, having my own place for a longer period of time in Chicago was different. Um, I didn't feel the homesickness as much. I suppose like the first time I felt felt that all that homesickness is because I did change my job and I knew it came with moving a lot. So over the past couple years, I have moved quite a bit and I have been away from family a lot and I've been on the other side of the country away from family and I've had to deal with, I guess, like separation anxiety, um, some panic attacks and depression while moving away from my family for so long. But this time, I didn't feel those emotions as hard. And that might have been because I was able to cultivate a space that made me feel safe. And that is one of the joys of moving out is cultivating a home that feels like you part that sucks is when your lease is up because they've raised rent a whole lot and just like having to take what feels like a few steps back. So I'm in the midst of that. And while also being in the midst of that, I do have to leave the city, like I said, and that's because of my job. So hopefully I'll be back in the new year and hopefully by then I'll have a house or a condo to call my own where I don't have to worry about moving out every year. The process of house hunting though, baby, that is a pain in the butt. Oh my god. I knew that like finding a space that you enjoy and you like and worth that's worth your money, especially with everything going on right now is hard, but I swear to God, what the heck? Also, realtors in Chicago, if you are not pre-approved for a loan and like you know what how much you want to spend for your house, they won't even bother showing you places. I did not have the same like experience in the suburbs. It was like, oh, I'm interested in buying a house. Can we look at some? And you look at some and you get an idea of like what you like and what you don't like while you're working on the process of a loan. But like they don't even do that here. So I started this process of finding a home like months ago, like maybe late spring, early summer. I started the process of looking into buying a home, talking to a couple of realtors and then like being rejected and being told get a home loan. If you don't get a home loan, then I'm not going to talk to you. And, you know, I gave the same energy back of like, okay, I will reach out back out to you when I get approved for a lender. And I did have a realtor be like, hey, did you get approved for a lender? And honestly, I really should have responded back, but I didn't because I was like, I did tell you that I would reach out. So that was very childish of me. So I am still working on getting a loan approved. And I didn't realize how much paperwork it would cost, like even maybe having to have a co-borrower. All that stuff had absolutely zero idea. Also, after you start the process of like getting a proof for a loan, bro, 
you have to be very careful about taking on new debt and like opening up a new credit card and getting a new car. Like you can't make these big purchases and you can't do all these things that's going to like mess with how much income you have or how much money you have sitting around, which is crazy. So I have to put my entire life on pause, all of my costs on pause while I try to find a place that I like. The other part of like the home buying process in Chicago is that when you find a place that you like and that's within your budget, oh my God, I swear to God, every time I send it to someone in my family being like, hey, what do you think? It's gone. It's like on its contingent, which means that someone's put it on an offer and they're in the process of buying it and like closing and all that stuff. So like I've literally gotten my heart broken a few times. I found this beautiful two bed right in the Gold Coast, Old Town area. Oh, it was perfect. Like big windows, little balcony. You could see the Hancock building from there. And someone put in an offer. I just, when I couldn't put in an offer, I didn't have a freaking loan approved at that time. I didn't have a freaking realtor. So, broken heart, man. I have kind of moved away from the loop, that area. I, well, I shouldn't say I've moved away from the loop. I've moved away from the main loop, okay? I'm looking at West Loop. I was looking at Lincoln Park, but like, oh my God, that's above my pay grade. That's crazy. Maybe one day I'll be able to afford it. Um, But as of right now, no. That is crazy. The houses are beautiful. Lincoln Park is, for the most part, one of the safest areas in Chicago. Gosh, it is beautiful there. Like, the houses are beautiful. I love the vibe. I'm there for it. I'm here for it. Um, I just can't afford it. Maybe one day. Maybe my rich husband or sugar daddy, if you're out there, help. (laughs) But right now I'm in the process of doing it on my own and it's been a journey like yeah honestly I've cried a few times thinking about it and trying to go through the motions um I've had this conversation with other people before but I'm sad that I'm doing all these things by myself because the more traditional part of me literally feels like she should be doing this with someone else, um, taking these big steps with someone else, but it's just me and my dog. So I guess we'll be picking out paints together (laughs) once we find a home and once we close on it. And we'll be putting up our own photos and decorations. Making a house a home. Honestly, I'm ready for it. I'm really tired of moving around so often. um, And having to work in new places. And making new friends all the time and then not being able to maintain those relationships. Uh, Moving is hard. (laughs) Moving is hard as an adult. 
I really want to put down some roots. So I'm hoping the Windy City becomes home for me more permanently and becomes home for Nuthi. So yeah, that is what we're dealing with. Um, that's what I'm dealing with. And I guess I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Hopefully with Mary, but if not, see you guys. Bye.